what is the significance of what we're seeing in terms of email data breaches? Obviously, it's increased as an issue. Is that a factor as a result of the pandemic? The pandemic has really accelerated the issue. What we found is that insider threat is, is, a, is quite a broad topic within, within technology. So when we dig into insider threat, into more specifically the intentional breaches versus the unintentional breaches, it's actually the unintentional breaches that this outbound uh, survey really focuses on. And I think when, and, and because a lot of time is spent talking about malicious bad actors within a business who are intentionally trying to exfiltrate information, I think sometimes that's what businesses kind of are concerned about, but they often ignore a much, much bigger problem, which is just regular, well-intentioned employees that are making genuine mistakes and putting data at risk. And I think that's always been the case as well, Robin, but the pandemic has just accelerated that because of the sheer increased volume of email traffic, because more people are working from home and also with environments where they're now distracted in, mistakes are higher. So more information has been sent for, as a result and more mistakes are, are actually happening as a result of the pandemic, I think. If I could be cynical about it, one might say that it's a matter of incompetence, not malice. There's a little bit of truth in that, actually. And yet, in reality, has everyone on the planet made a mistake just because they're busy? And is that something... And one would ask, where does the responsibility lie? Is it at the individual that's made a mistake? Or is it at the organisation level to provide tools to help end users and employees avoid to make a mistake? Well, the situation, as you describe it, is accurate one, of course. People are working in different environments. They're not necessarily working in an office where they can be coached. They can be reminded that what they're doing needs to be given some thought before they press the send key. What kind of data are we talking about that is involved in these breaches? If you send an email to someone saying you're going to be late for a coffee, then that wouldn't result in a breach of security. And therefore, it doesn't really matter whether that is sent to the wrong person accidentally. But if you're a healthcare organization, and you're sending patient information and you send that to the wrong patient, then that's very serious. If you are a law firm and you send client information to the wrong client that contains highly sensitive information about maybe an M&A transaction or a particular sensitive um, lawsuit that, 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 that's been undertaken, that's also a serious breach of security. Uh, if you're a bank, an asset management firm, and you're sending a client a portfolio information about the financial standings, and that's sent accidentally to the wrong individual. Again, it's not only a breach of privacy, but it's also that reputational damage and just that immediate loss of trust between you and your clients, ultimately. So it's typically regulated data, whether that's PII or whether that's just sensitive commercial content, which results in a breach of security that would need to be reported to the ICO, that that's the information that is deemed deeply concerning when it's sent to the wrong person. Well, what you describe is, as you say, an accident it's the kind of thing that, let's be frank, is going to happen. What we need to do is minimise this. Is there a way of actually doing that? Or is it always going to be the case that the fat finger will win? 
<laughs> well, actually, it can be mitigated, but it needs technology to help. So we've spent years refining technology that is intelligent enough to be able to understand all of the habits of who it's looking after. So as an example, it would, if you were using our technology, Robin, it would understand who you normally send information to, who you normally communicate to, and it would then surface up to you when you do something that's out of the ordinary. So in effect, an anomaly. So it, and, and it does that by looking at all of your past behavior. And then it immediately in real time says, what you're about to do, you've never done before. Are you sure you want to go ahead and do that? So it's, a, it, it's guide rails for individuals, very, very specific to their habits, enabling them to ultimately prevent a mistake before it happens by presenting them with just a challenge before they actually click send. So yeah, it, it absolutely can be solved, but it, has, it can only be solved using technology. How many people are actually aware of that fact, that this is potentially a major issue? The awareness is in part a problem because up until recently where there hasn't been a way to proactively detect when mistakes happen one of the real elephants in the room in this particular issue is up until recently it relies on people to self-report when they've made a mistake and actually one of the things that this report picks up on is if robin sent an email with patient information to the wrong patient and actually you know it is up to them to report that internally are you going to report that or are you going to hope nobody notices nobody notices yeah and actually ultimately and there's also a secondary point to this which is if i send an, e an email containing content to the wrong person and i don't know i've done it and that person never informs me that that i've made a mistake how do i know to report it and they're two fundamental problems right so if i don't know i've made a mistake and the person I send it to doesn't email me back with that classic email. You may have received one in the past, Robin, of, are you sure this is meant for me? That's always oh, the response I've, back. I've, I've received those emails and I've sent those emails. Right. So if you get that, and now here's another question for you. If you get that email back and you work for a highly regulated bank and you've just sent banking information about a particular client to the wrong client, and then that person emails you back saying, are you sure this is meant for me? You've now got a spine tingling moment of now... They know I've made a mistake. Do I now inform someone? Yes, you're, because... you're lucky if it's as high up as the spine. <laughs> quite, quite. Well, the reality is, I think evidence suggests that people won't report because they're worried about whether that will result in a termination of employment, really. And I think, interestingly, in this particular report, you know, it actually pulls out some of the, some of the statistics that says, actually, for those that are reported, whether someone's reported on you or you've self-reported, that actually, in, in many instances, it has resulted in, in a termination of employment. So I think there's a, there's, there's a, much, there's a macro issue around this too, Robin, which is a, a kind of blame culture. Um, rather than a culture of transparency around this. But, but the underlying problem is that up until recently, there hasn't been technology that can detect this. It's relied entirely upon people to self-report. And actually, now that technology is available, and more and more customers are starting to invest in that, use it, and then outwardly demonstrate to, the, to their suppliers and to their supply chain and customers, we are able to prevent this from happening by doing these things then the table stakes have raised and therefore awareness has now started to spread. So actually it, it's becoming now um, a situation in the market where 
no longer is it good enough to say, well, people make mistakes. Uh, everyone makes mistakes. Um, and we'll try and avoid it with training. That's just not good enough anymore. On the other hand, as you say, it's without using some kind of technological solution, relying on self-reporting is self-defeating if you're going to take out and fire with enthusiasm those who own up. Absolutely right. In fact, we did a we did a really interesting roundtable discussion with healthcare CISOs. They were talking about there needs to be a culture of transparency that it is not the, the sole responsibility of the employee to ultimately check whether they're making mistakes and avoid those mistakes. Mistakes will happen. They will happen. So I think we need to move to a position of people will make mistakes and therefore we must give them guide rails and technology to help avoid those mistakes which proactively interact with our employees to help them avoid the issue and that's that's a company responsibility that's not an employee responsibility and also if it's a genuine mistake you really should not be firing people for making it because if that is your solution to the problem you're not going to know the size of the problem because people aren't going to own up. That's exactly right. I mean, ultimately, if the news gets out that someone made a mistake and, and, and as a result that person was terminated, then all it's going to do is push the issue much further underground. And I think that's one of the reasons why human error in email, the statistics that you get through stuff like the ICO report and, and a lot of the kind of classic kind of data breach survey reports, the numbers are nowhere near as uh, accurate. So when, and, and we know that because when we go into a customer that didn't have technology in place, and we look at their risk log and say, how many incidents have you recorded as a mistake led by human error? And we get a number, and that number might be 150 incidents, let's say. And then when we put technology in place that then presents an employee with a choice when they're about to make a mistake, and, if, and then and when, when our tech plays back to them and says, are you sure? And then a decision is made to make a change. In other words, change the recipient or change the document. All of that's audited in our technology. So then when we look at the actual result versus the prior to technology number of issues on the radar, it's in some organizations, it's four or five times more. And in other organizations, it could be somewhere between 10 and 15 times more incidents that, that are actually fundamentally not registered because they haven't been reported.